0: Welcome to Books Unbound, the podcast where we unbind books to get to their hearts with your hosts, me, Raylene, and...
1: Me! It's Ariel!
0: <laughs> the 27-year-old Ariel! Uh, it's true. It's funny because you're not actually 27 yet, but no, when I'm this not. comes out, you'll, you'll definitely be
1: 27 when this comes out. I was about out. to say, I'm now older than you. Um, I guess I'm always older than you, yeah, which I didn't... True realize until this exact moment but also i'm not older than you in this moment we're both 26 still That's so. true.
0: man time really means <laughs> nothing doesn't it um oh, man. <laughs> so we are here today with a um I want to say, like, long overdue recommendations episode. I feel like it's been a really long time since
1: we've done it's been a ages. regular
0: old recommendations episode. Yeah,
1: it has been a long time. Just because we, when you came to visit, we did a bunch of fun episodes. Yeah, and, and it was great, but it has thrown me off a little. They, they, they fell behind, but I think that's good because now I have a new vigor for them. I kind Absolutely. of miss doing them, and I'm excited to... Uh, we got some good ones we have got some fun fall themed stuff today yes
0: for sure and we're gonna have some really fun ones um the next time we record as well because halloween is coming up so that's a little teaser for that yes we're gonna have some fun ones coming up so i'm really excited about the recommendations right now too before we jump into it we should do a little shout out to our Merch. merch It's fall. Perfect time to get a new mug, to drink some tea while you read your books, and Beautiful. wear a beanie or a toque, as we call them here in Canada. Beautiful beanie that we've created with little books That's on That's funny.
1: It. It's true. We keep calling them beanies because... That's what they're like internationally known as. But do the people know that we call them toques in Canada? I know one of my coworkers was looking at our Instagram and
0: she was like, "Why did you guys call it a beanie?" Like she was like mad at me. I was like, "I'm sorry." It's
1: because we have an international it's audience. People don't know if we said toque, people would be like, "What on earth are you talking about? What is this strange new conception?" Um, yeah. So basically, um, we created the perfect beanie. Uh, not to alarm anyone, but it is perfect a lot of thought went into it every little color decision we made oh my god yes we've been wanting to do a beanie for years actually yeah we wanted um we just thought it would be so fun to do like a book hat (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) book hat i mean (laughs) of course um sally rooney's not the only one with a book hat now um Is bucket hat our next object? Oh my god, is <gasps> Kyle still wearing his bucket hat? It's funny that you ask because he hasn't been wearing it much, no. but yesterday,
0: he pulled it out and he was Good. just wearing it for like the Thank entire god. day. I was I like, love "Hell that. yeah, let's go."
1: People don't know, but when Kyle was here, Raylene and Kyle went to this like cute little gift shop and Kyle got a Nova Scotia bucket hat. And um, he didn't take it off once it's the amazing. whole time we were there. Like, no, as soon incredible. as we woke
0: up in the morning before we even brushed our teeth, the bucket hat was on. <laughs> And How it stayed even, on
1: until before right before bed. the brush it hit the teeth, the bucket <laughs> hat was already
0: on. He became um,
1: known for his bucket hat. It was great. It was, it's incredible. But yes, so the beanie, though, um, we both wear beanies, Tukes. Yes. We both wear them, like, all of fall and winter. mm mm-hmm. um, and once it's cold enough to slap a hat on, the hat is on. So, actually, people know this if they come to our live shows for the <laughs> Patreon. Because we always wear our beanie. Because our hair always looks bad. <laughs> it's a Sunday morning. It's too early. I always look <laughs> gross. So, we throw Just on like our Just like I do beanies. now. <laughs> so, once we get our... Um, wait a minute let me pause there just to say you don't look gross you look great but <laughs> oh i like your shirt you're wearing a great I'm in my sailor pajamas. moon shirt <laughs> yeah i'm also in my i'm in my giant ramen shirt pajama oh, shirt um but yeah now that we'll, once we get our beanies in the mail our book our own book beanies that's going to be the like the official hat of the live show for sure absolutely um but anyways it's a it's a cute blue beanie and it's got a little book drawing i did and as raylene knows i did like a dozen different book drawings mm-hmm. and then i sent them all to raylene and she was like i like this one and a little bit of this one and i was like okay so then i created that and then and then we just like went through dozens of colors for the actual hat and yeah. then we were like wait a minute what do we want the embroidery color to be because they're like actually embroidered which is so beautiful so they're available now it's on our website but like you said there's also mug we've have some pins we've got some bookmarks we've got Mm -hmm. the yellow mug from before we've got some leftover so uh this be your moment ladies and gentlemen also dftba has asked me to tell everyone that if you want stuff in time for christmas absolutely order early because COVID is still really affecting supply chains and shipping times Mm. and just so that you have peace of mind if you really want something or you want something for your partner or whatever get it early i'm not trying to pressure you i'm just trying to do a psa if you want it you've got to do it yeah so that's linked in our show notes and it is on our website booksonboundpodcast.com all right beautiful I, that was great. We did it. We did a great job of plugging our own merch raylene mm-hmm. <laughs> We did a great really job, really killing it.
0: And um, without further ado, I think it's time we jump into the recommendations. And I'm gonna just go in and start with what I man? think is the most fun one. Mm. It's the most exciting. We've been wanting to do it for literally months. We've just yes. been waiting for the right moment. um yes. So this one comes from Gabriel. Thank you, Gabriel, yes, for the best recommendation request we've ever received. <laughs> He says, (laughs) hello from Indiana. Your podcast is always the highlight of my Sundays. That's beautiful. What books would you recommend to each member of the (laughs) Cullen family from the Twilight Saga? (laughs) So as you guys know, we are kind of obsessed with Twilight, even though it's terrible. Like we know it's bad. We reread all of them not that long ago. They're pretty much garbage, but like they're so fun. (laughs) They're so much fun at the same time. So like we are big Twilight people. At least I I consider myself to
1: be. I'm going to counter you just a little bit. Um, because I know you said it as a joke, but I do want to clear the air. Twilight is a good book. Damn it. It's <laughs> it's actually a fun book. Oh, it's the so problem freaking fun. is that it got too big and people started to put too much moral like it's gotta be the perfect book because teen girls are reading it. Yeah. I'm like, it's too much pressure on one little book. It, it is a fun, up. good book for what it's supposed to be kind of a trashy y18 romance it's mm-hmm. great um but breaking bad is one of the worst books ever written so oh, Breaking I mean... <laughs> Bad
0: was horrible there's a
1: real spectrum in that series from good to <laughs> no it's totally true terrible. i like
0: twilight of the whole series twilight is my favorite for sure like it just has so much goodness and nostalgia and yeah. it's before jacob starts being really crazy oh, I, he was really crazy in new moon and eclipse he just well, and Breaking Dawn, my God. He just becomes a crazy person. But <laughs> that's besides the point. So... Um it's not besides we, the point it is the
1: point we're talking the about point. the cullens <laughs>
0: so but this is specifically for the cullen family so yes, we aren't recommending true. books to jacob we're not recommending books that's to true that's true charlie anyway. whatever we're or recommending jessica, books to the cullens Mike, yeah, jessica charlie we do a whole other recommendation for non-cullens because <laughs> some of those non-Cullens. people i've <laughs> the cullens so mike just for those needs who like a know. self-help book <laughs> okay He's, he definitely needs some help so um for those who don't know in the twilight saga the cullen family are the a family of vampires um where Edward Cullen exists and his whole family of vampires and Bella's obsessed with them and yeah so there's a whole yeah. bunch of them so we're not actually going to recommend a book for every single member of the Cullen family because there's Cause like because we'd be here for like, 80 years yeah there's like 8 of them um so we each decided to pick 3 right, right. that's what we did i, I think so three. I yeah. have three, yep. Okay, perfect. So let's go back and forth. I want to hear your first one, and then I'll go next. Okay.
1: This is exciting. This is exciting, and this is fun. We're going to have a good time. Uh, <laughs> here we go. <clears throat> Rosalie. I think you also did Rosalie, right? I had to pick Rosalie. She's my favorite She's character. your favorite. She's yeah. your favorite, yep. Yeah. Uh, so let's both start off with our Rosalie okay. Rex. sounds good. I chose Motherhood by Sheila Hedy. Mm, I feel very mother. good about this pick yep. because... Rosalie is a very interesting character and I'd love to hear from you why she's your favorite character when you recommend the book actually because I think that's interesting it's an an interesting choice for your favorite character of the Cullens Mm. because she's (laughs) kind of (laughs) mean yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) but what's fascinating about her is we actually do get some really interesting backstory right Mm. um but we also know that she out of the Cullens is the one that hates being the vampire a vampire the most because even though Edward really doesn't like being a vampire, God, mm. it's so funny because I don't think about Twilight ever in my life, but, but the so second, about- but the second <laughs> I start talking about it, I'm like I have like Vietnam flashbacks and I'm like remembering every tiny detail. Wow, I, um, I know that in and out, in and out, and I forgot. Okay, it's like when you, you a song comes on the radio and you're like, how do I know all the lyrics to this song? <laughs> exactly um right so edward hates being a vampire just because of his angst but rosalie i think hates being a vampire even more because she's missing out on something she cares so much about that she can't have anymore Mm -hmm. which is she really wants to be a mother so motherhood by sheila hetty is a really beautiful book um that i don't think you would like raylene but that's fine (laughs) it's okay um it's a book about a woman who is like 38 or 39 and she's like you know what I don't know if I want to be a mom or not and if I want to be a mom this is kind of the last year where I could make that choice because obviously once you turn like once you're in your 40s it's a lot harder to have a baby it's a lot harder to have a safe pregnancy xyz blah 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 Mm -hmm. so it's this really meditative book about motherhood and about what what is considered a valuable life for a woman specifically and so the book is this very slow meditative thing where she's like talking to different friends she's going through different moments in her life and she's like would i be happier if i had a kid but then the whole thing is like it's kind of an autobiographical auto type book because mm. sheila hetty is sort of self-inserting herself there and like sh- the main character is an author and she's talking about like that's a different type of creation right? Mm. It's creating art and the way that I care for and foster my writing and my writing career maybe is similar and has been for me the same things or similar things that I would get out of having a kid. Um, It's a really thoughtful book about something that is so intense, bringing a person into the world and having a kid. And I think there's a quote in the book, maybe like it's like an epigraph at the beginning or something, but it's like, if um if men could have children it would be the center of all philosophy it was like creating life and like Mm -hmm. what that does to your life and everything and so it's just a very thoughtful book and so rosalie is dealing with a lot of these same questions and obviously she kind of has had that choice taken away from her but i think that the book would make her think a lot about what it means to be a mother and how you can be a mother in ways that aren't just having a baby mm-hmm. right like there are other ways that you could have fulfill that so i think that was the best i've ever done pitching that book Yeah, um, that wasn't feeling really thanks man feeling really good about that <laughs> uh let's take it over to you before i ruin it
0: <laughs> yeah so it's interesting um because we both picked rosalie and we both took kind of a similar approach um cool by kind of leaning into the motherhood aspect mm, of her character. Yeah. Um, so I've also recommended a book that is very much about motherhood, and that is Room by Emma Donahue. Yes,
1: of course. So, yeah, and this
0: one, I feel like this one is interesting for Rosalie for a lot of reasons. Um, but one of the things I think that is kind of interesting is that the main character in this book, or I guess like Ma is the character, um, the mother character, she didn't choose to be a mother she was kidnapped and mm, right, her right. captor impregnated her and yeah so that's yeah. how that happened so it's kind of she kind of has almost a similar story to rosalie in that way where she didn't choose this rosalie didn't choose to be a vampire her choice was taken away by men as well actually mm. the the reason she became a vampire is because a bunch of men left her for dead in the street and um mm. did horrible horrible things to her so i feel like she could really relate to this character in this book because she's kind of been It's almost like a kind of prison, uh, the way right, that yes, she's yeah. become a vampire. She didn't want it. She doesn't want it. Mm. She's very sad. And I feel like she'd be able to connect to this character in her kind of want to have a different life and want yeah. to escape, but still um, wanting to do everything that's that's right for her child. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she would really connect to that um, strong motherhood, like mother-son bond that exists mm-hmm. in this book. Um, so I think she would really like it. I really like it. I think
1: Rosalie would really like it. I was just thinking, like why doesn't she just adopt a kid? But then I remember that they'd be human and she'd want to eat it all the time.
0: (laughs) Yes, that is the trouble. That is the trouble. (laughs) Luckily, in Breaking Dawn, when she is gifted with a a baby in the family, it's part vampire. So she's not right. She doesn't doesn't want to eat Renesmee because she's part vampire. So she's not as attractive as a a full human baby. So it's perfect. That's what she needed. She needed for something crazy to happen. And um, now, yeah, I love that she does get to kind of fulfill her. She kind of does that. Yeah. Motherhood role. Um, because that made me so happy because she is just very angry and that anger turns into her being mean um right and she's my favorite just because I th- she's such an interesting character for mm. all those reasons like everything that's happened to her has influenced who she is now and yeah she sometimes takes it out in ways that she shouldn't yeah but she's mean to bella because bella's an idiot sometimes <laughs> and i feel like that's totally reasonable <laughs> she's mean to bella because bella
1: deserves it Goddamn it <laughs> yeah
0: yeah but she's just she's very angry and there's nothing that she can really do to escape her anger because she's a vampire and the thing she right. wants most is just to be a human and she can't she'll never be able to be a human and mm. that makes her so angry see That's it's just like a self hatred thing and she just can't escape it and it, it's so like she's very tragic as a character for sure but i, I love her she, and i think part of it too is that the rest of the characters don't really have much of a backstory and that's so i true. feel like i feel like they're not real people as much like alice that's has a bit of a good story although it doesn't dive into it as much as no. i would like yeah and agreed. the rest of the characters are kind of just like glazed over and so i feel like she doesn't like have a backstory right? no it's like he was attacked by a bear and then now he's a vampire that's literally all you know
1: <laughs> jasper jasper has a good one yeah he does that's have a an that's an story. interesting one yeah Not that that we're ranking their stories, but there you go. We're ranking their stories. Okay, (laughs) so
0: what is the next Cullen that you've chosen?
1: All right, the next one is Carlisle. (laughs) (laughs) so random, I love it. Is it a medical text?
0: (laughs) He wants to read Grey's Anatomy?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, for Carlisle, I have chosen The Vegetarian by Han Kang. The perfect choice. Okay. again, I feel really proud of this one. I think I nailed it. So the vegetarian is a book that uh, i I kind of struggled with actually. I tried reading it once and I was enjoying it, but it was kind of a little, you know, it's it's its own thing. It's pretty surreal. Mm-hmm. And so I was I kind of put it down. then I, a year or two later picked it back up again and listened to the audiobook and got through the whole thing and i was like i don't know if i like that i don't know if i like how it ended but i did find it very interesting there's a lot to take away from it there and okay so here's the reason why i think it's perfect for carlisle the Mm -hmm. book is about a woman and her independence she is married to a man And they have this typical Korean life where he is kind of the breadwinner, you know, a Mm -hmm. working man, and she's just supposed to kind of be the wife, cook, take care of things. One night, she awakens from a nightmare slash dream, and she goes to the fridge, and she's kind of manically throwing away all the meat (laughs) in the house. And he kind of wakes up, and he's like, what the hell are you doing? And this this is the catalyst of the book she suddenly is a vegetarian she wants to be a vegetarian she feels that it's very important to her life and her journey that she becomes vegetarian Mm -hmm. she doesn't want to eat meat she should be allowed to make that choice but her husband and the society around her her family her culture is like that's insane it's important that you eat meat we want you to eat meat and so clearly it's like a symbol for her independence and for the Mm -hmm. stifling situation that she's found herself in But also such a personal choice, I guess it is sort of like a it's my body, what I put into it, I get to decide. But other people are trying to make that decision for her. Mm -hmm. Um, And I mean, I'm not going to talk about how it ends, but it's very interesting how she, against all odds, continues to try and be a vegetarian because it's important to her. That's Carlisle's life. Hello. (laughs) Hello, everyone. So Carlisle decided a long time ago that he wanted to be a, quote-unquote, vegetarian vampire. So he's not drinking human blood, even though that is what vampires in this series most crave. He has decided to go on hunting trips in the forest, in the wilderness, to drink animal blood because that way he's not murdering humans. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's, like, the best that they can do in that situation. So he then creates the Cullen clan and to be in the Cullen clan that is like the main thing right you have to agree to be a vegetarian so um if you're not going to agree to not murder people you can't be a Cullen properly so it kind of ostracizes him we understand that like the Volturi don't really like that or they, mm-hmm. they at least find it very strange and eccentric. The Collins are kind of known for being these weird vegetarians yeah. and they call them vegetarians in the book, right? Even though mm-hmm. they're not vegetarians, they're still eating blood <laughs> meat <Yeah>. from, from animals. <laughs> but it's the vampire equivalent i guess. Um and so again, he like the character in the vegetarian is deciding to do some personal difficult thing that is outside of the norm in his food option, um <laughs> in his dietary plan planning. He is deciding to to do this. And so i feel like it's the perfect book. I was so excited when i thought about this and i also laughed a lot. So thank that you. is interesting cuz also
0: like they the they have very similar parallels like you said, but like um, in, in Twilight, the vampires, like, they immediately want to eat, to drink human blood. Like, that's what they're told right. to do. That's what their body tells them to do. And this is right. them being like, no, I'm not going to do what society tells me to do. Yes. And what I guess like, it's a little bit the so, opposite. Yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting. That's perfect. That's very int- I would have never thought <laughs> to recommend that book to Carlisle. I love that you did that. That was so... <laughs> out there in, in the best way possible <laughs> thank you really okay well the next Cullen i have chosen to recommend a book to is alice cullen okay sure she sure. is uh the edward's whimsical little sister she is like a little fairy almost and so yes. i decided to recommend to her beneath the sugar sky by Sean and mcguire ah yes um, yes yes particularly from the wayward children series this is the third book in the series but i feel like this one is perfect for alice because this book is takes like the world that it takes place in is kind of like a candy land and like everything is like made of cotton candy and like is pink Damn. and purple and just like very strange and everything is really whimsical and i feel like that perfectly fits alice because alice like lives in her own little world almost yeah, totally and so i feel like she would love to escape into a fantasy book um, but also it's not very long i feel like her attention span is short for some reason i don't know why i get that <laughs> feeling from her i feel like she just doesn't take a lot of time to sit down and read a book. So I wanted to give her something short and enjoyable and whimsical and weird, just like her.
1: <laughs> is Can you read those books out of order? Do you have to read the... Th- you should them read them in
0: order, but they are all kind of their own individual story. But there's okay. lots of character crossover. Mm. So you might like encounter a character. And if you haven't read the previous books, it'll just go over your head. But it doesn't right. necessarily okay. matter
1: that much. Um. So yeah, you can kind of read them however you like. I know the first book is sort of about... It's supposed to be about like magical kids that are on their own now right or like- yeah
0: so all the all of the series basically revolves around people who have found doorways to to another world where right. it's like the perfect world for them kind of thing and in the first book it's all about the people who have come back through those doorways mm. against their will basically like they kind of had to come home and they're all now like depressed because they want to go back to the, the world that they are meant to be in. And so it's like a, a school for these kids who are like recovering right. from being in a fantasy world, essentially. So the first is the, one is very cool. Is the third one like that, too? No, most of the rest of the books are actually about people going through doorways into their worlds. Okay. Yeah. So sometimes they go back and forth a bit, but that's what mm. most like
1: this one is about people being inside one of the worlds. So it's right. really cool. Either way, though, I feel like that works for Alice as well because she sort of was a little bit different, like... Even mm-hmm. before she was a vampire, she kind of was like a little bit of a medium or something. Like people thought she yeah, was a witch, exactly. Right? She so. Yeah,
0: vampires who get powers, usually it's because of something in their human life that kind yeah. of translates to that. Like she can see the future for those who don't know Twilight. <laughs> she can see the future. And yeah, she definitely had a bit of a power like that before she became a vampire and mm-hmm. she was hospitalized for it. So right. I feel like she could definitely relate to that kind of institution exactly. setting yeah absolutely it works for a lot of reasons
1: yeah great choice nice all right well my third one is a book club book for all the (laughs) colors and it would never read but go on (laughs) um no you're right but this I, i had this idea because okay because one of the interesting things about these vampires right we've got there's so many different types of vampires yeah some vampires do sleep during the day Right? Yeah. These guys the don't Cullens sleep never sleep. So they try to avoid the sun during the day. Um, so I, probably a lot of them are sort of nocturnal, but they just don't sleep at all. So mm-hmm. my question is what are they doing during the night other than stalking Kirsten <laughs> <Chris and> Stewart? <laughs> um, so I was thinking about one of my favorite books, How to Do Nothing by Jenny O'Dell. Uh... It's brilliant so (laughs) it's perfect it's perfect it's hilariously perfect so i think that they would all enjoy reading a book about enjoying the time that you have because they're immortal and they can't really like they can die by murder but they can't really die from just time passing Mm -hmm. they have so much time well actually that's not really sorry again my little nerd moment it's sort of hinted at that the older a vampire gets the more they do sort of decay right because the volturi are sort of like dusty and powdery because they're like thousands <laughs> they're of years very old. old do you remember that i don't um, remember that at all but that makes sense so anyways that's just before the the real cullen nerds come out here and tell me that i'm wrong um so anyways they have so much time on their hands. What do they do with that time? I would hate to think they're wasting it on their phones, quite frankly. <laughs> I so, don't think they have
0: phones. This is set like in the early 2000s. Yeah, but they're still alive
1: because <laughs> they're Cullens, they're the vampires. So they would still be around right now. So oh, right I now, feel, yeah. Yeah, I so I, they're in the year 2021. Uh, instead of wasting their lives on Netflix, watching literally <laughs> everything that is on Netflix... Um, If they read How to Do Nothing, I think it will give them a perspective on how to enjoy the act of, I mean, she calls it doing nothing, I think, just for the title to be a little provocative, but it's just sort of like investing time in your hobbies, taking time away from screens, not being too obsessed with the news cycle, X, Y, Z. Yeah. Um, And like not always trying to be doing something like to forward your whatever. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So I love the idea of them all reading it and having a more healthy relationship with their nighttime routines. Thank you. (laughs) They should do yoga as well.
0: (laughs) That would be good for them.
1: Yeah. Do they have to exercise?
0: I don't think so. I'm pretty sure they're preserved exactly how they were when they died, except somehow they become more beautiful at the same time, yeah, they and they all like, have abs, I guess, so I don't yeah. really know how that works. There's no overweight vampires, at least in the Twilight universe. They're all thin and beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that works, but I don't think they have to exercise, but they can. Like, they could run very fast, so like, why not? It doesn't yeah. seem like it, it's like it's it doesn't exert any energy. Yeah,
1: they don't sweat or anything. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, I guess they don't
0: have to exercise. But anyways, my final book is for... Uh, the man himself, Edward Cullen, <laughs> the man of the hour. Um, so some things about Edward. he He's like over 100 years old. And I kind of feel like he's a very, he's a pretentious snob is the vibe <laughs> I get from him. He like only listens to classical music. And like, yep. I don't know, I just get a vibe from him that he probably only reads really like dry, stuffy, academic mm, texts and like really old literature and poetry and stuff like that. So I kind of, I want to recommend to him something that he probably would never read on his own and that is the princess bride by william Goldman. that's
1: hilarious
0: for a couple of reasons i want him to read this book because one it's very funny i feel like he needs to lighten up he needs to just (laughs) have a good time every once in a while he's way too serious so i feel like he needs to read this book just to have a good time i also feel like he needs to see a proper love story because Mm. he doesn't know how to do it himself
1: interesting he
0: is one of the most toxic um Like romantic characters that i've experienced in a long time he does so many bad things when we were doing our forks farm which is where we would read some chapters of twilight and then play stardew valley on a stream um the biggest thing that we would say was red flag like that was red like flag. a big joke red, red flag. flag we named one Although, of our animals red flag <laughs> yeah um, because and then he does so many things that are black like, flag okay okay <laughs> it's like okay bella like we're raving it in your face you need to run away from him now yeah. um but she couldn't hear us so <laughs> I feel like Edward needs to read this book just to see what a real a real chivalrous relationship is of chivalrous man um, and, you know, what true love really is and for him to lighten up and just read something for fun instead of just reading his stuffy text that I know he's reading. So <laughs> he's I
1: pushed. recommend to him The
0: Princess Bride, the most unlikely it. book for Edward Cullen to read. but It is it.
1: unlikely, but I think that's why he needs it.
0: Exactly. I'm pushing it on him and I'll make <laughs> him do it wow awesome. that was lots of fun i love that we finally answered that question Great um, question. i would love to hear what other people would recommend to the cullens because there are so many different ways it could go
1: <laughs> yes there are there really are so many different ways that that thing could go and obviously there's a loads of cullens we didn't even get to so that's true
0: that's true there's a lot i would love to know what somebody would recommend to emmett <laughs> uh, a sports book yeah, probably now i'm thinking
1: about that sports book for sure
0: albatross yes,
1: albatross <laughs>
0: oh that's fun okay what is the next recommendation request that we are going to answer
1: all right ah let's save our our really fall one for last so let's go on to this one from jane jane asks hello my favorite color is Lilac Jane that's something I really understand (laughs) Um, My favorite color Is lilac and I've noticed that I have a Complete lack of purple Books on my rainbow bookshelves Do you have any books from your bookshelf that would look great on my shelves? Spine facing out. So that's interesting. It's got to be the spine. And also be a great read. (laughs) It should also be a good book. Not fussed about genre. I'll read pretty much anything. But please, something I can get in the UK. A.S. King and Terry Fallis are hard to come by. That's interesting. And then she ended her thing in the most UK way possible. Ta! (laughs) that's very cute (laughs) that's adorable all right this is a fun one really what do you got that's a lilac yeah so this one was actually
0: surprisingly like kind of tricky while also being very easy because i went and looked at my shelves which i have arranged by rainbow yeah and there was like one purple book perfect <laughs> so it almost didn't work but then uh, I found the perfect one it's almost it's more of a periwinkle but it looked purple against my blue books so it's perfect okay. um, and that is almond by Wan Pyong yeah yeah this book it's a nice like like it's I said lilac. material yeah, it's, it's like perfect. a lilac-y periwinkly beautiful color and this book is fantastic I highly recommend it I hope that you can get it in the UK in the same edition now I'm not sure if there's like a different color Ooh, that the cover can be I've that's kind of been a trendy thing lately for like a book to come out in hardcover and then the paperback is like a dramatic different color yes like, we write upon the... sticks was like that
1: oh yeah you're right what um yeah.
0: who's the author again uh wan pyong son s-o-h-n so this one is great it is a coming of age story about a young man young boy who has a condition called alexithymia which makes it hard for him to feel emotions he feels almost no emotions at all and the plot kind of kicks off when something traumatic happens to him and doesn't really know how to react to it and then Mm. he goes about his life and like dealing with the aftermath of this thing that happened and it's about how he grows and changes and all the little things that happen to him and it's a beautiful book it reminded me of wonder in a lot of ways so i would say anybody who likes that book this one is a slightly more grown-up version of that um it's a coming-of-age story but it is very much an adult book i
1: would say and it was fantastic And it's the right color. So I think it's perfect for this. I love it. I also looked it up on the Waterstones website and Mm -hmm. it is in the same color as the one you held up. So she should be able to get it. That's great. Awesome. Okay. I had a couple. Um, The one I wanted to start with, I haven't read. So I don't want to talk about it too much. And that's why I wanted to do more than one because I also want to talk about (laughs) maybe a book I've read. But um, Heartbreaker by Claudia Day is the perfect lilac color. It is so pretty and so I needed to shout it out because it's yeah. like color-wise it's perfect, but I haven't read it so I don't know if it's a good book or not. It has pretty good ratings on Goodreads and it is though a Governor General Awards finalist. Mm. So that makes me scared like it's a Canadian book, maybe you won't be be able to find it abroad. Oh shoot. But Claudia Day is famous for other reasons. I forget I forget what her thing was. She has like... I don't know. She was like an actress or something like that. Oh. So maybe the book will be available abroad. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me look up her... Oh, yes. Look, on her website, it says, Claudia Day is a writer, designer, and film actress. Okay. Whoa. So maybe, maybe the book will be over there. But anyways, let's see. My other book... So I actually... <laughs> I took a photo of my bookshelves the other day and thankfully I took that photo because now I'm in not at my house right now and I can't look at my books (laughs) and it's hard to know because like like we all know just because a book is like a purple cover doesn't mean it has a purple spine so I have the perfect photo here um one other book I haven't read I wanted to shout out because it couldn't be more purple and me and Raylene were actually just recently making one of my shelves into rainbow. Oh yeah. Gosh. <sighs> and I actually I made for for my Patreon bonus monthly video, I did a rain I sorted my classics into rainbow color as right. well. Right, yes. Um but one of the things that's so frustrating is books that are like multiple colors on the spine. And it's funny because objectively i guess that's beautiful but rainbow wise it's a nightmare (laughs) it ruins everything it really ruins everything so this book i also wanted to shout out because it's completely purple um it's underground Mm. overground so i needed to shout this book out because last week i talked about my new favorite video game mini metro (laughs) i love trains Okay, I am depressed that Canada doesn't have more trains. I get that it's long distances, but I'm just saying, environmentally, we could use more trains. Um, Via Rail is not getting it; they have a monopoly. Okay, I've (laughs) gone on on a tangent, but this book, um, Underground Overground, is a book about the London Tube. and i've read parts of it but it's non-fiction so i sort of just kind of like cut in and out and it's just Mm -hmm. like different interesting elements and aspects about the london tube so this book i bought in england and so it's definitely available in england with its purple spine so i really wanted to shout that one out as well uh this one summer is Lilac, oh, and that's it's a the graphic most purple novel. Book. It's the most yeah. purple book, yes. This is what I wanted to shut it out, because the inside is all purple as well. Mm-hmm. So it couldn't be a more purple book. Um, funnily enough, I didn't love this book. <laughs> yeah, I, I had the same experience. It was just all right. Exactly. I give it like a solid three out of five. But it is Jillian and Mariko Chamaki's, um, one of their first graphic novels. I really love both of them as mm-hmm. artists. They're Canadian. It's a beautiful, like, illustrated graphic novel a yes. quick read. Um, and it also won a lot of awards. So it, it oh, might yeah. just it's, be
0: us that I know. Don't it's like very it. widely loved. Yes. Uh, I was very surprised when I didn't love it.
1: Yes, I agree. So it might just be a me and Raylene problem. You probably would love it based on all of the reviews it gets. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad I remembered that that was the one because yeah, it's, it's so gorgeous. purple. It's perfect. It's gorgeous. Yeah. <sighs> there all you go. Right purple books on
0: to the last one that was lots of fun though i like ones that i don't have to like think too hard about i literally (laughs) just looked at my shelf and i was like purple done (laughs) (laughs) so this next one is very fun because it's fall fall has fallen upon us and here we are (laughs) this one comes from jacob who says i'm looking for the perfect fall book preferably something with spooky undertones and just something i can read with a nice hot cup of tea so that's nice and broad any kind of spooky book any kind of book that you would want to curl up in a rainy day with some tea Mm. that is that is what this is all about i picked three uh so i'm just gonna dive in start
1: yes please i'm just gonna
0: dive in and it's funny having these all next to each other like aesthetically they look like they're meant for fall Mm. um so the first one i wanted to shout out is the haunting of hill house by shirley jackson this to me is like the perfect fall book because it's not necessarily like a halloweeny book it's not like that scary but it is spooky and eerie and unsettling it's about a bunch of people who have they're going into this old house i think to research it like so they're like scientists and things like that and they're just wanting to inve- kind of investigate this house so they stay there and this house is super weird like sometimes walls will like seem to have moved like they're mm-hmm. like this doesn't seem like it's the same as it was yesterday and like mm-hmm. doors will close without anybody closing them it's really spooky spooky and um as most people will know this has been made into a netflix series as well which is a kind of a different vibe from the book like plot wise it is quite different okay. but it's got the same spook factor i actually just started re-watching the show which is spook also what made factor. me think of this it is spooky there's sometimes <laughs> you can just see something in the background and you're like is that a thing and then it starts to move and you're like oh god oh no, man that's so cool that's that cool. one it's very much like a rainy day Cup of tea type of read. That's um, awesome. Similarly to this next book, which is Through the Woods by Emily Carroll.
1: Oh my this, God, yes. 10 out yeah. of 10 recommend to agree beautiful graphic novel everyone get it get it immediately
0: (laughs) (laughs) this one is so good we've been like ranting and raving about this book for many years we both love this so much it's one of the most beautiful graphic novels i am obsessed with her art style Mm. um but it's it's very much lots of shades of like red and black and white there's lots of blue in here too though now that i'm flipping through it Mm. and it's actually short stories there are five Short stories in this collection, and they're all very spooky. Some of them are downright terrifying, in fact. And the (laughs) art—it just really, really lends like it gives so many good feelings to that spooky factor. She really did a good job. And since has she released
1: anything else? God, that's a great
0: question. We should look. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, I feel like she has, but I can't remember. This is this is the one I always think of, and um, I feel like it's really great for a. Like, you could read it in one sitting. So if you just have, like, one fall evening where, like, for some reason, the the rain really is what gets me. It's like, if it's raining and it's dark and Mm. you can just hear the rain, I would love to sit there and just read this whole book. And, um it would it would freak you out a little i think there i remember there being one story that really kind of got me i should reread they're the scary
1: they are creepy. creepy yeah the visuals really help with that she has a book out that we don't know about what's going on what here? is it okay this what came, is it this came out in 2019 it's called when i arrived at the castle it has the same color as the one we love. It says, but what's going on? Emily Carroll has fashioned a rich gothic horror charged with eroticism that doesn't just make your skin crawl, it crawls into it. What? <laughs> what? Um How have I never heard of this? Me, I don't know. Me I also haven't heard of it. And somebody said the their review says, Dave on Goodreads says I am a huge fan of Emily, Emily Carroll and very much like when I arrived at the castle, which might best be described as a lesbian horror fairy tale. Oh my God. Sorry. That was just breaking news. I had to tell you. Okay. Well, God, now I need to buy another book. Thanks a lot. (laughs) (laughs) That
0: sounds so good. So yeah, Emily Carroll is really good for the kind of spooky horror esque black and white and red vibe. So that's great. She's got a color scheme. yeah so that's that's another perfect recommendation then that we'll have to check out Mm -hmm. so the third and final book i wanted to shout out as being a great fall book is actually perfect because i was i read it in the fall when i first got it and it was at the beginning of this here podcast you may remember the chestnut man by soren Sveistrup. this was a book that i i think it was in the first or second episode i was reading this or i just finished it and this is just a downright amazing like detective kind of crime Mm. story Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's it's definitely like i haven't read a ton of kind of mystery detective novels but this is by far the best one i've ever read it like gripped me so hard and it was scary like it was really freaky Oh god, and yeah. i don't really okay. get scared by books generally like or even movies like i'm not easily frightened but this book was like oh my god like it was one of the darkest books i've ever read just the content wow. and the things that happen like it's it's basically about i think it's a small town um but the there's a, a young girl that goes missing or had gone missing a long time ago and everybody thought she was dead but then some little figurines that are like made out of chestnuts and little twigs and things these little chestnut men start popping up and what i I can't remember if it's more than one of them but at least one of them has the dna of this girl that went missing and is presumed long dead and they're like oh my god so it like reinvigorates that like closed case basically and then there's all these new things that are happening and it's so spooky like this is the and it's really long but it's like i think i read it in just a couple of days it's 500 pages long but i zipped through it because it is so gripping so it's just oh man it's so dark it's so dark i need to read it again it's one of my favorite books now and i never thought that when i bought it i was like oh this should be just like kind of a cool read or whatever but it yeah yeah is much better than i ever could have dreamed so i highly recommend it and i think it's being made into a netflix movie or Mm. show or something i feel like i heard about this a while
1: ago yeah, look it up for me. It's, it's just a little bit of bonus book news. Um, Which, yeah, it's here on Netflix. The Chestnut Men. Let's see. Um, <laughs> This is nuts, Raylene. I clicked what? on it and I, it sent me straight to the Netflix page for it. It uh. says season one coming Wednesday.
0: <laughs> no. Oh, my God. So it'll already be out when this episode comes out. When this out. episode comes out, it will be out. Okay, that has to be the next show I watch. I have been like just kind of trying to figure wow. out what show i want to watch that yeah. is the show that is what i'm going
1: to watch. oh and Jesus it has Christ. a really beautiful poster that looks okay. really creepy
0: okay um, wow so that's an extra bonus recommendation Watch the show.
1: (laughs) That's so funny. You'll have to watch the show and let us know what you think about it the next episode when we talk. Oh, I will let you know. I'm sure I'll have finished it by the next time we record. Yeah, that's so exciting. What good timing. (laughs) Wow. Oh, my God. That is very
0: good timing. I'm Uh, glad you looked that up. That's
1: funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, So what do you recommend? Okay. So I wanted to recommend more graphic novels because I feel like graphic novels can be really perfect for fall time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just... There's... There's something about the cuteness, I guess, of the graphic novel and the fall vibes and everything. So first, I have to call out Sheets by Brenna Thumler.
0: Yes. Oh, that's perfect.
1: One of my all-time favorite books ever. It's so good. It's so beautiful. And one of the main characters is a little ghost, Wendell. <laughs> Wendell the little ghost. Um, and now this year, the sequel came out, Delicates, which is also a really beautiful book. And so... If the also, (laughs) I blurbed it, it's on the back. My name is on the back of the book, so (laughs) I love that series so much. And I was so excited when I got to blurb it because, first of all, huge dream of mine, but secondly, like I actually love those two books, so I felt Mm. like so excited to just try and get people to read them. So, anyways, that one is my first one. The second one is one that I'm in the middle of, and just for some weird reason haven't finished yet. And oh. it's Séance Tea Party. Do you remember oh, me talking yeah. about this? Mm-hmm. So Séance Tea Party is by Raymena Yi. Um and it's about this girl and a, also about a girl and a ghost, actually, now that I'm yeah. thinking about it. <laughs> um so it's more middle grade than mm, like ya i would say it's a little more it skews a little bit younger um i think it's like perfect for like 13 14 year olds but anyone can read it because it's beautiful and pretty and cute and happy um but like it even like the beginning of the book the parts that i've read take place on halloween day itself Mm. so it's super fall vibes um And it's just really beautifully done. And Gosh, I'm looking at the Goodreads reviews for it. And it has a 4.25 rating on Goodreads. So people are really liking it. Mm -hmm. And then another one I wanted to call out is another one I haven't read yet, but absolutely should read um, this year, is An Embarrassment of Witches. Do you remember me talking about this one? Maybe, but also I'm not sure. An Embarrassment of Witches by Sophie Goldstein. I don't really know what it's about because i haven't even i haven't started it or anything but let's read the synopsis together life after college isn't turning out exactly as rory and angela had planned okay so that's cool after college so we're talking about a much older period here mm-hmm. rory recently dumped at the gate of her flight to australia needs to find a new life path asap what do you do with the in communications and a minor in southeast asian spellcraft oh i don't know <laughs> um meanwhile angela is buckling under the pressure of a high stakes internship in a cutting edge crypto pharmacology lab run Whoa! i don't know what's going on i've lost i've lost the plot (laughs) an embarrassment of witches is a story of two childhood friends learning how to be adults and hoping their friendship can survive the change but in the like blurby part it says urban fantasy set in a world full of animal familiars enchanted plants spell casting um so it's like Two postgraduate women trying to figure out life, but it's also set in an urban fantasy Whoa. setting. And you said this is
0: a graphic novel as well?
1: Yeah, it's really cool. Whoa. It's really pretty. That. The that drawing cool. style is really pretty and a lot of purple. Um Lori here, I don't know who that is, but Lori on Goodreads gave it five stars and said, This is a terrific graphic novel about two mm-hmm. witches, best friends dealing with guys, parents, school, growing up and navigating that weird space where you're close to being an adult, but not quite there yet
0: whoa sounds awesome it does
1: sound awesome that's very good anything like witchy is just like perfect yeah 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 so there you go those are some graphic novels some i've read some i need to read
0: (laughs) i feel like that's perfect i also feel like speaking of graphic novels we haven't read mooncakes could potentially be a really great (gasps) fall read because i know it's about read Read. it's like a witch and a werewolf potentially i can't remember i think so
1: yeah
0: perfect buddy read buddy read buddy read that's Pretty awesome read. maybe <laughs> by the next time we record we'll have read that book that'd be so fun maybe. um last week you challenged me to read a book before we record next as well so uh, yes. i'm starting to get scared that's okay <laughs> 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 that was lots of fun though thank you guys everybody who submitted recommendations we love that if you want to submit your own recommendation request you can head over to our website booksunboundpodcast.com there's a little button submit. you can press that will yes. submit your request so if there's anything that you are looking for let us know. And um yeah, that is it for today. We're off to go record our bonus mini podcast books unbucket and it was recently banned books week so we decided we would do a little books unbucket for that. What are some of our favorite banned books?
1: And I guess yes. we'll probably get
0: chatting about banned books in general and how we feel yeah. about that.
1: On the, so, on the Discord, one of our patrons is, under the book news category, uh, reminded everyone. She was like, uh, banned books week is September 26th to October 2nd. So that's where where I saw it. And beautiful. Raylene was like, that's a great discussion. Yeah, it let's, is.
0: let's hop on that. So that's what we're going to talk about. So if you are not a patron and would like to listen to Books on Bucket, that's something that you could do. You could become Ooh, a patron. We've might got, be the moment. Might be might the, be the moment. moment. We have many, many Books on Buckets there. Many, um videos that we've made specifically for our patrons so i mean mm-hmm. it's kind of a cool thing to check out if you feel like it so yeah <laughs> love the pitch love the pitch thank you, you I, <laughs> I, I feel awkward but somebody had to do it um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening as always we will talk to you next week
1: Bye. bye